women my age need to be seen and they need to be heard and they need to feel beautiful and sexy at any age. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with model Giovanna Agnes. We discussed everything from breaking into the modeling industry in your 40s, to finding yourself as an artistic muse at any age, building a presence in the modeling industry, exploring new beginnings, the operation of the fashion market regarding models over 40, and the overall growth as a creative individual. So let's get the memo. I am just so excited to have you on the show. I have been following you now for a hot minute and you have so yeah. much to offer. Like, I just love your feed. It's so addictive. Oh, that's so sweet of you because I really just, you know, started in 2023. So exactly a year ago. Um, oh, wow. So I've been just kind of like plowing along slowly. But, you know, they say that slow, you know, slow and steady, you know, gets you, you know, gets you going. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. So you've been in this industry for roughly about a year now. Um, literally, almost. I mean, to the to the T, almost a year because we're this is we're in the beginning of twenty twenty four right now. Um, yeah. So, yeah. how has your experience been so far? Um, just being in the modeling industry for a year. Um. So, well, let me just first start by thanking you for you know for the opportunity. You know, I feel you know, really humbled. Um, Absolutely. Just, just, just kind of like backtracking. I wanted to be a model since I was in high school, really. But I think I was, you know, I was so shy. And I wanted to be a model for all the wrong reasons. You know, like, I wanted to be popular in school. And but my classmates would make fun of me for going to runway classes. And they'd call me all kinds of names. And I became super, uh, super insecure. Um, and then you know, then my parents died in my 20s, and I forgot all about it. And I started a career as an executive assistant. And I've been doing that for about, I would say 17 years. And then just kind of fast forward, when I turned 45, um, I had put on a lot of weight for from doing fertility treatments. And I was just not happy where I was and how I felt about myself. And one day, I went to my life coach. And I, I said, I really don't feel like I have a pulse. And she said, okay, drop, you know, drop and give me like 10 put, you know, 10 jumping jacks. So I did that and it kind of like got everything started and everything in motion. And it just kind of like was eye opening. And I feel like I've never been more confident and sort of um, felt great, you know, feel great than I do now that I'm 47. So that's kind of where I started in the modeling. And then it kind of happened by accident where I wanted to really do fashion styling and I had a Poshmark account and I had like 30,000 followers and I'm like, oh, how can I turn this into a business? And then a friend of mine said, people need to see your face. And I'm like, oh, my face. <laughs> and that was in January. And so that's kind of how it all started. And I started doing a photo shoot and I said, oh, gosh, I really like this. Um, and then from one photo shoot to another, I found myself researching Coco Rocha and I found her model camp and I went there last May and I was nervous at first because I thought, you know, why am I, what am I doing? I'm just going to be so out of place. It's going to be all like super beautiful 20 year old, you know, 16, 20 year olds. And I'm going to be like the old lady there. And then when I got there, I just felt like I was with my people and I have a very dear friend that always tells me, be with the people that are doing 
what you love and those people become your tribe. And that's kind of how I felt. So to your question about, you know, how do I feel being in this industry? I just feel so excited to be around people that are doing what I love to do. And that's kind of being expressing myself creatively. Cause I think modeling is not just about looking pretty in pictures. It's about kind of what you, what people feel when they look at a photo, whether it's happiness, you know, joy, sadness, um, you know, kind of, it reminds you of sad moments in your life or, and I think that's why for me, it's so exciting because it's a way to express, express myself creatively. Um, yes. And I started doing a lot of runway shows and I think I've really, I really enjoyed that. So I went from like doing just model camp to then propelled and I did New York fashion week last year. Um, and it was just, just amazing. You know, the exhilaration of being, being there and wearing the clothes and, you know, it was just incredible. So that's kind of my, my start. And, you know, as, as I said, it's just been under, just under a year and I've been, you know, I'm kind of like an old timer when it comes to like social media. So it's been a huge learning experience, just like how to post. And I'm still, you know, still a huge learning curve to, learn how to maximize, you know, viewability, but I'm just hoping to kind of get my message out there that women my age need to be seen and they need to be heard and they need to feel beautiful and sexy at any age, you know, and I'm just really inspired by so many that, that, that I follow, like, you know, Alva Chin or Mae Mosk, um, you know, uh, women, women like that, even Iris Apfel, who's, you know, beautiful in her own way and, and cool and amazing. And, you know, you look at her and you say, wow, she's beautiful. And she's got that thing, you know, that pizzazz. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I've done so much in such little time. And I think that's so impressive. Um, I mean, yeah, the modeling industry moves very quickly. But being able to really attain all the things that you've done in just one year um, is so incredible. So congratulations on all that. Thank you. I mean, just uh, hearing from you as well as validating and, you know, your project of the model memo is just incredible what you're doing. And, you know, models need to be to have a voice, like you said earlier. Um, and we need like a platform to share and to be, you know, to listen for people to listen what we have to say, not just to be pretty in a picture, you know. Definitely, definitely. No, 100%. And you actually are from Rome, Italy. Yes. I am obsessed with that. Now you live in Boston. You've lived in Boston now for about 10 years, right? Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, that, that's I never crazy. thought I never thought I would move to, you know, live in Boston. But in 2010, I just was living in Rome and not really getting anywhere. And then I decided to come here because I had contacts here and I started working at MIT you know, like in an administrative role and then kind of slowly kind of built from there. But then, like I said earlier, when I turned 45, I had this kind of like epiphany moment and I thought, I still have so much life to live. And I feel that modeling has given me kind of a new life and it's it's been so exciting and fun, you know, to feel like I'm I have a second life. I love that. Yeah. 
It's really this crazy creative. I, I use the word crazy because it is pretty out of the box being a model and really balancing life as a model. It's like you are walking on a tightrope in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, there's just so much going on. And sometimes you feel like you will fall off that tightrope because due to just the stress and everything else going on. Um, I know I felt like that in some ways during my career. Um, I know a lot of other models that have felt that way during their career as well. And I wanted to ask you overall, how do you really balance your life? Um, not just within the model industry, but just in a general sense as well. I think it's it's really hard, but you know, I'm not a I'm not a model full time. I I just kind of do when I can. I do runway uh, mostly. Right. It's been been runway. I'm hoping now to get into more commercial and TV work. So I'm working on hopefully getting in, um, you know, some an agency to do more, to get more into print and, you know, TV. Um, given you know kind of my age and I think the as you know well the runway work does not really pay uh the bills right <laughs> and um a lot of the things I've been shows I've been doing have been just kind of like pro bono and I think that is one of the challenges that a lot of models face is that you're trying to um, be seen and you want to get noticed you want like a designer to notice you but yet you're just giving up so much of your time to attend these you know fashion shows and fittings and sometimes just for like a you know 45 minute show you have to spend the whole weekend um, at the venue doing fittings and uh, you know rehearsal and all of that and that's a lot of time and I don't, you know, for a young person that has to juggle a job and a career, and I think that's really, really difficult. Um, you know, and and the, one of the one of the issues that that I feel is that um, models feel like they have to do this work for free to because they want to be able to work with a specific designer. But I think more the more models do accept free work, it it creates more you know more problems. Mm -hmm. um, because you know in terms of like fair fair pay and you're not really seen as you don't feel like you're a professional but it is kind of seen it is a profession and I think also that's the message that you're giving and also you know Coco Rocha who is a big advocate for models rights you yes know? I love Coco yes yeah yeah, yeah I love and I think, Coco. yeah she's amazing um you know, and so I think that's kind of one of the questions that you were wanted to talk to me about was change, you know, changes that you would want to see in the modeling industry, I think. And yeah. So yeah. I think it's important to to kind of ensure that models are are treated with respect and dignity and, you know, in terms of even like fair compensation and, you know, working condition, you know. Yeah. So, totally. um, yeah, but it's hard to tell a designer, look, I want to get paid for this fashion yeah. show, for, you know, <laughs> Definitely. Um, but then the, 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 um, how do you say, like the, the, the hook is that, oh, you get like exposure, you get like tons of great photos and everything, but every time after you do a show, you have to hunt down who the photographer was and contact other models and say, Oh, do you know who took those pictures? How do I get the pictures? So it's, it's so much work. And even for example, I was trying to 
go, I went to an open call for Wilhelmina models back in the summer and I was in line for six hours, like so oh, many wow. thousands of other, of other models. And this was in July and it was, you know, like, I don't know, like 90 degrees. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that is a, a challenge too, is just the, the time. So, um, I'd love, you know, how do you find, how do you turn modeling into a career um, when, you know, you, you have to juggle, juggle it together with another, another job that, you know, pays the bills, but what you really want to do is model that you can't really do it full time because you're not for the work that you do do. Sometimes you don't even get paid for, you know? Right. No, that's so true. And time is everything, you know, the modeling industry is a very timely, uh, it's a very time-based industry. Um, it's all, it's basically a revolving door. It's always changing. There's always new faces. There's always new clients. There's always new this, new that, new trends, new you know clothes, new shows, new this, new that. And speaking on ageism, that is a very prominent topic. Um, and I guess kind of an issue as well as the industry where I've heard from a lot of mature models um, that I know personally and you know, that I've heard just in a general sense, whether it's through the media or social media or wherever, that once models, I mean, mature models have, you know, turned, let's just say 50 or 40 or even 30 or even in, you know, their late 20s, um, you know, they're not really seen and there's not mm -hmm. much visibility and they feel very much invisible. Yes. And have you ever felt that way within your own career? I've, um, I felt like in the beginning, like I had to let people know that I was a mature model. And then I thought, well, they must see that I'm not 20 or I'm not 30. Um, <laughs> you know, I do, um, I do feel that it was one of my, it was holding me back. But ever since I kind of let go of that and just accepted that this is who I am, um, I feel like people are much more, you know, open, you know, to that. Um, and when I do go to castings, I see a, women of all ages and it's been wonderful. It's been amazing. You see, you know, the 18 to 20, 25, but you also, I've also seen women that are my age um, in their mid, you know, mid to late forties, fifties. Um, you know, so it's, I think a lot of designers aren't embracing ageism not age well they're embracing more mature models but i think it's not we're not quite there yet um mm -hmm. uh, there's a model that i that i consider kind of a mentor and her name is silke golding and she's represented by um muse models and i think she's in her mid-50s and i had reached out to her and i was curious about you know how she gets and she has worked with big designers like Balenciaga. So I asked her, how do you get these big, you know, big editorial, um, you know, jobs? And I asked her if she had an agency in Europe and she says, oh, I have yet to get to book any jobs through my agents in Europe. Um, and she's now in New York City. Mm. But, um, and when I was in Italy this past November, I tried to connect with some modeling agencies there and, um, all their open calls were like only like, you know, ages 15 to, to like 20, 25. And I'm oh, like, wow. what about, 
what about the rest of us? Yeah. You know, we, um, and I thought, well, gosh, maybe I could just sneak there and maybe if they <laughs> see me, they'll see that I'm very like youthful, you know, I'm in good shape. I, I, you know, I maintain myself, I think very well. I work out a lot and I do like weightlifting and this and that. Um, and I, I do like color my hair, like, obviously, yeah. um, I found like some agents have said, Oh, gosh, if you let your hair go like white, you know, maybe you'd get a lot of work. And it's like, I don't want to go white. <laughs> you know, I still feel like, like, when we were chatting the other day, I still feel like I'm my spirit child is 25. And you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's your age. Yeah. And that's, I that's how I feel. And I have so much energy. Um, and it's hard to show people that I really have so much energy and and drive and i i want to work and i you know i'm there i did a show once it was like a trunk show and i a lot of the models left after this event was over and i asked the designer do you want me to stay longer and wear the clothes and kind of schmooze and walk around and she's like oh that would be great thank you i just did it because i feel you know i was i felt like i wanted to be supportive and i just love I just love doing it that I, you know, it was also a whole weekend of time, like we talked about earlier. So <laughs> there's, how do you balance that? You know, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you set such an amazing example, um, not only to the mature model community, but also just the model community in general and the model industry in general. Um, I, I feel the same way. There has to be so much more. within the modeling industry as far as, you know, different types of diversity and versatility and, you know, all this. Um, but really just in a general sense as well, you know, there are so many models and I'm sure you can relate to this as well. And this is how the modeling industry has been operating for years. There are divisions, there are labels, and there are definitions based off of body types, um, based mm -hmm. off of body build, based off of, really just height and, and weight and just everything when in reality we all love fashion we all have that dream of becoming a model why the labels why the definition you know um i can understand from a consumer standpoint from you know a clientele standpoint but it's really the the divisions that i guess for myself on a personal level i've never really understood um and they do that within you know people over let's just say 50 as well um they will most likely put them in a quote-unquote lifestyle category which yes i don't really understand that either you know what's your take on that i mean yeah probably they th you know because women of our age are the ones that have kind of hold the purse strings like we're the ones that can maybe afford to buy the labels the designer labels um, and so it just seems maybe for them, it just seems more realistic that somebody like me would be modeling like, I don't know, Michael Kors or, or I don't know, the Ralph Lauren kind of lifestyle look or, right. you know, um, and then the, the younger generation would be doing the, uh, you know, some labels of, you know, like forever 21 or, right. or whatever. Um, but I don't mind just being considered a lifestyle model. I think 
I've come to adopt that in my vocabulary. It's like I say I'm a lifestyle model. And I think when I was reaching out to agencies, I would introduce myself as a lifestyle model. Um, and then recently I met with an agency um, and they said, oh, you would be great for our lifestyle division. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, they're kind of pushing more towards the commercial side and, mm. uh, you know, like, like TV commercial and like maybe the, the pharmaceutical or, you know, Boston is really big with, you know, pharmaceutical, right. um, you know, or the Dunkin' Donuts or the LLB and, you know, things like that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you see women that are in their 50s on the runway, but it's, it's you know, rare. Exactly. Um, and that's, that's kind of, I don't know why that is. Um, you know, yeah. um, I did, I, I do, I would not at my age want to do like a, for example, model for lingerie or model bathing suits. I think like I would have to like, just say, say no to those kinds of jobs just because I don't want to represent my you know my body like be looked at like oh look at she has I don't know cellulite or she has this and that you know in terms of the body image you know and of course there's so much pressure on the the weight you know the diet and I think for women a woman my age always being on a diet is 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 tough is challenging right and you're right. fighting gravity gravity as well so yeah you have to to work like double time to keep everything kind of toned and muscular but that's, you know, really, really tough. And I think um, it also the lifestyle work maybe just gives gives one a break, because you don't have to be perfect, you know, you don't have to be that perfect, like size, you know, to, um, you know, so it gives you a little bit more flexibility, it's a little bit more realistic. Right. Um, and not every, you know, like, everybody, every single body is different. Um, not everybody is built to be, you know, a size four or a size six. And I think I do, I have seen, as you have witnessed too, like Victoria's Secret campaign and they're, they're promoting, you know, curve, you know, curve models. And I think that's a really a, a great step, you know, in the right direction, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, and I, I love the topic of what we brought up um, as far as high fashion, the high fashion market, too, because, um, you know, I've seen a lot of high fashion runway shows, um, a lot. And I'm talking about, you know, um, Versace, um, you know, Moschino, um, yes. you know, all these different, you know, fashion shows um, from all over the world. And, you know, how likely do we see a model over 50 on that catwalk not very often and just like what you said it's a rarity and yes I would love to see you know a lot of um you know models that are like your age or even older um rock that catwalk but I think for a lot of you know fashion um fashion you know houses like Versace and other brands and I can't speak for them obviously but just from my own opinion from my own you know just my own head um I, I don't think I think they believe that they that that market and those clothes that are on that runway they don't appeal 
to your to your age, right? <laughs> uh, right. Know, right. Why they yeah. don't have models your age walking their shows. Um, but you that, are that makes sense. Them. Yeah, that makes, yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I think, for example, a lot of like the you know the uh, the supermodel era, you know, the Naomi Campbell, Turlington, Cindy Crawford. You know, I've 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 seen them recently on the catwalk, and sometimes like you've we've seen so much of them that sometimes I think people get are tired, get tired of, of it. Yeah. Tired of seeing them. And I think, but uh, that gives space for new fans. Like I want to see new faces, like new models that are in their mid fifties. Um, you know, I don't want to see like Cindy Crawford who has been doing this for 30 years, you know, for example, yeah. as much as I love her and I <laughs> loved her, you know, her work. But I think it, it just feels tired. And sometimes they look tired, you know, and there's a lot of women who are that age who like are fresh in the industry that they haven't lived that all that, you know, that, um, you know, it's just intense so much. I mean, you know, you spent like countless hours in hair and makeup and mm -hmm. And you think you just like do makeup and then you go on the runway and that's it. No, but you do like makeup like six hours before the show because they have a hundred models that they have to do the makeup for. And so you're just kind of waiting around in full like hair and makeup. And sometimes you can't even like, you know, eat, you know, and right. that was like, for me, that was like challenging because I did a show um, and I was starving and I just was like, on one hand, I was thinking how cool this is that I'm I'm backstage and I'm with other models and I'm like, I'm going to do a runway show. But yeah. then I was like, oh, my God, I need to put some food in my mouth. And so I asked like one of the other models who had like an enormous chicken sandwich. I'm like, can I please have like a piece of chicken? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's how it is like you know, we need to like, maybe stop like glamorizing, right? Um, the fashion and, you know, you've on social media, you've seen a lot of, uh, you know, reels about, the, you know, what it really is like behind the scenes, you know, um, yeah. kind of the harassment that goes on and, you know, the exploitation and some difficult like working conditions too, like long hours, you know, very long hours. And then you have to just like, all of a sudden, like walk, you know, and, you know, have the Giselle, you know, catwalk <laughs> without really, without really a kind of a warm up, you just, you know, and it is like should be treated like a sport too, because for every other, you know, physical activity, you're warming up. But then as a model, you're, you know, you put on like six inch heels, and you're supposed to, you know, walk the runway, and make it look, you know, flawless and elegant, you know, right. <laughs> Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, there's so many dimensions to this one industry that a lot of people are just not aware of. And that was the number one reason why um, I wanted to create this platform, just to spread more visibility, not only within the model industry, but just within, you know, everyone within this industry. Because at the end of the day, sure, we might be wearing an expensive dress on a runway or, you know, posing in a very expensive ad campaign for a top world designer. But at the end of the day, we are all human. And often the word human and the acknowledgement of being a human is often disregarded in this industry. And again, this is the number one reason why I want to have just not, you know, models that are in their 20s or models that are just starting out or models that have been in this industry for years, models that are just 
themselves and have something to bring to this, you know, have something to bring to this project. So I do want to, you know, say um, again, you know, I thank you just really so much for being on this platform and just being candid with yourself and with others um, because you are living proof that, you know, you don't have to be 20 years old to rock a a runway or you don't have to be 15 years old, you know, to rock a runway. Anyone can rock a runway and wear, you know, whatever clothes they desire. Um, There are it, you know, fashion has no age and it never has. And you are living proof of really just setting that example for, you know, women of all different ages, um, models and not models. So I appreciate you so much for really just being candid and raw on this, on this platform. It means so much to me to just see another woman, um, not only follow her dreams, but really go after something that she, you know, feels just passion for. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also thanks to pe- women like you who are talking about these issues, right? And I think social media has really helped, like, kind of spread voices, you know. And um, in the times of the great supermodels, there was no social media really, and it was right. just you. It was just word of mouth. But and I think now you have so much access, so so much access to millions of people around the world. And I think your message is really is really important. And I think it's important to continue to talk about these things, you know, and help help younger younger models as well. And I find that when I do interact with younger models, I'm I'm always like their biggest fan and like cheering them on. And I get more pleasure out of like, you know, supporting them than kind of enjoying the moment for myself, you know, and I I'm like giving them a pep talk. It's like, you got this, you can do this, <laughs> you know, the, remember you want to be here, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. like a cheerleader, you know, and I think maybe one day down the road, I'd like to be sort of a mentor, you know, for, for younger models, you know, and I think, I think it's a beautiful thing. And you know? it's like, um, to support, especially women supporting other women. I think yes. we need to see more of that. It's so, so powerful. Yes, absolutely. I second all of that 100%. It's so important to see women supporting women, um, especially in the digital age. Um, I feel like social media is kind of a double-edged sword, but when you can bring other women together and really just in the circle of really just bonding, but not only bonding, but just relating to one another, um, it makes a huge difference. You know, I, I think women are more better unified than apart, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think the message, you know, of of like you were asking me the other day about uh, what's my take on like self-esteem and, and confidence, you know, and I think I think getting into modeling is not going to be for sure a confidence boost at all. If anything, it kind of brings you way down because <laughs> you feel like you're just just a prop, right? right. Um, sometimes, sometimes. But um I think what it all comes down to is like finding one thing that you love about yourself and focusing on that. And you just kind of build one step at a time. And that every time you do something great, you have to kind of reward yourself and say, I did that. I can do it. I can do better next time. And you just keep going and you kind of build an arsenal of, of experience. And I think that is what makes you, you confident, you know, Um, definitely. I think it's all about just believing in yourself and and knowing that um, you can really do anything that you 
you set your mind to. And I sometimes struggle in my age when I'm telling people what I'm passionate about. I said, I'd love, I say, for example, I want to do editorial work, you know, and, and they're like, oh, you want to be a writer? I was like, no, I want to be a model. <laughs> and I remember in the, in the beginning, I, I was embarrassed to say that this is what I really wanted to do. Because I, I thought people would think I was being superficial or that that I think that I'm beautiful or that I deserve to be for you know a model for some reason. But as I we talked about earlier in the program is I feel that it's kind of helps me kind of express myself creatively. And that is why I do it. Um, yes. you know, I think that's it's just like kind of it's kind of like miming, you know, you tell a story with your your either your body movements or you know photos and how you pose you're telling a story about the character that you're that you're embodying you know definitely like no, a, even totally. like a, fi a fictional character and I think modeling can be super fun it's just um I think just it's important to support you know others each other in the definitely. journey and I think if we create platforms like what you're doing, where you build a community of support, where models can connect with each other and support each other, I think that is at the end, I think it sounds like what you're trying to achieve, you know, through Thank your you. model memo. Thank you. I appreciate all that. It's so true. You know, um, just like what I said, you know, we're better together than apart. And especially in this industry, you know, the model industry, it's very big, but it's also very small. Everyone knows everyone. There is so, you know, much, you know, really just, you know, networking, but very close, no, very close networking. And I've noticed that um, within my career and just being present in this industry. And it's just so important to have really just, I guess, a, you know, not only just the support system, but really just the overall, you know, rooting for each other mentality, um, you know, it's so important, especially nowadays, we are all digital, you know, things like social media and the internet. Um, and that can make us feel very apart, but that can also make us feel very together because in a way we're still present with each other, not, you know, in a physical sense, you know, always, but in, in a digital sense as well. And, um, you know, that's very, very powerful, especially in, you know, the technology, technology age we live in today. So yeah. And guess what? I, we wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for technology. <laughs> so no that's that's so true yeah <laughs> right um but yeah no it's just it's been amazing to talk to you and um you know thank you for for reaching out to me it's i feel humbled you know to be able to to talk with you about these these issues and um to be seen as like a kind of much you know i am a mature model and it, it's like feels good you know to share this with women my age, women that are younger than me. Um, I feel like it's an exciting time for, for all of us um, to see where, where this is going.